0: Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. Each week, we introduce you to special guests who share their personal stories and advice on how to build a strong foundation of faith, family, and freedom in their home, community, and country. Hi, Moms. I'm Debbie Carlitis, your host. Thank you for joining us once again. Every week, right, we gather together to inspire, encourage, and inform moms on their journey through motherhood. We believe that liberty begins at home and that you moms, you are gifted with the most incredible blessing of raising the next generation. So, wow, right on the top of the show, I, uh, I can't wait to tell you about today's discussion. It is going to be pretty amazing. Um, I had a hard time even pulling together this show. My printer went bad my computer went down so when attacks like this happen on a subject matter or a topic i always feel like wow the enemy's coming in to try to shut us down but this mom she has got some information for us that is going to be so important for you today our guest is a mom and she's a veteran who has served eight and a half years in germany in the field of psychological warfare She works as an investigative war correspondent. Yes, that's what I just told you, an investigative war correspondent. She's giving people a filterless insight into what is really happening in the world. She is joining us to talk about the border crisis and share her stories from an unfiltered lens. This is going to be incredible. But before I officially welcome her, I do want to share a little bit of business here on the top of the show. I want to invite you, if you're listening for the very first time or watching for the very first time, welcome, welcome. I want to direct you to our website, which is momsforamerica.us. And there you can check out all of our amazing resources, our events, our programs. Uh, We have a plethora of information for you moms. So please visit momsforamerica.us. When you stop by, please sign up for our newsletter. This is how we stay connected. This is how we communicate with you and let you know about all our programs, initiatives, and uh, information. Also, please become a podcast subscriber. Share. We're on YouTube, Rumble, all those fun formats. We we'll release our podcast. We do put that up on our website as well. Um, you know, we would appreciate it if you share the podcast and let other moms know about what's happening in our country, in our world, and how we can just really protect and save our kids. Um, We believe that moms, you are the ones that are going to save our country. So that is a yes and amen. Thank you, moms, for all that you're doing. Well, on to today's episode, um, Vicki Richner. I know know I'm not saying that right because that's German, but Vicki Richner is an amazing mom with a passion for truth. She writes in documents about the issues that really no one wants to talk about. An example child trafficking, voter fraud, and the New World Order. She is a patriot who not only loves and honors the country of her birth, which is Germany, she has an amazing German accent, but she has come to love and honor her new home, which is the United States of America. She's here today to talk about her journey at the border and share the truth and expose the lies. So um, this is going to be quite the show. Welcome, Vicki, to the Moms for America podcast. Hi, thank you for having me at your podcast. Wonderful. Well, I met you a couple of weeks ago. We started chatting and I said, girl, you need to come on the podcast and share your stories. Now, it's going to be hard for us to even stay in one lane with you because you have such a varied background with some (laughs) amazing stories. So I hope to have you on the podcast again. But first of all, I know you're a single mom. Tell us a little bit about yes. your daughter and, and where you live and, and, um, and your home.
1: Yeah, so I have a wonderful 11-year-old daughter. She, um, her name is Lainey. And um, we had to leave Germany uh, because of the um, pandemic. I, I call it pandemic uh, because um, the restrictions. And now we live in Florida. We are so happy to um, have the chance to be in America and to live in freedom. Yes. Because I promised my daughter when all this COVID stuff started, I will uh, make sure that she will um, live in a free country. And if this is not as Germany, I bring her to a free country. And now we are in America. So you're, you're here it. just to, you're here just of how long now? So uh, I we have a five years visa uh, okay. for journalism. Okay. And yeah, I'm applying for the American citizenship. Good. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank welcome. You.
0: Um, Let's talk about your profession. Uh, In the top of the show, I said that you were an investigative war correspondent. Okay. Yes. I don't know if I've ever met an investigative (laughs) war correspondent before or what that even means, but would you please tell us?
1: So um, this is actually uh, two, two jobs in one. Um, you have the war correspondents, these are journalists who go to battle zones and uh, report about wars or a crisis in more um, dangerous parts. So they should have a uh, training and I, I'm a former German special forces uh, veteran. So I have military training. So that's actually uh, what I should do and what I love to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, my biggest uh, hobby is digging and, and uh, finding out about the truth and yeah so that's why I combined my job as an investigative war journalist because the the, the, po- uh, the problems what we now have is that nobody wants to talk about it and right. it's and they're hiding it every uh, every time so and chi- and the border crisis is more than a bo- is more a border war than a crisis in your country so that's the perfect that's- place where I have to be as wow.
0: A... <laughs> An investigative war correspondent. Well, listen, let's talk about some of the things that you have seen and, mm-hmm. and done and really, mm-hmm. you know, we all we just see what we're able to see, right? Yeah. And that's why I said in the beginning that you're going to share the t- the truth and expose mm-hmm. the lies because we're fed uh, a certain agenda, we're f- certain messaging. But you do a lot of reporting on the border crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, and the child trafficking mm-hmm. situation. Um, how and why did this become a passion of yours? And maybe, you know, just let us know mm-hmm. a, a glimpse mm-hmm. into what is happening there.
1: So um, I'm a, a victim of abuse mm-hmm. in my childhood. Hear that. And so I said to myself, I will never help or let this happen to my family and to my daughter. Right. And when I, I saw a lot of things in the army too, and then I said, this is nothing. Nobody wants to talk about it. Even with the, the church and the abuse in the Catholic church in Germany, and then about what's happening in the world with trafficking. And then I said, okay, I have uh, specific training. I can't help exposing that. And when nobody wants to talk about it, I just have to do it. And that's why I I went to the border to America and I saw so incredible, horrible things like 87 children dumped in the desert in the middle of the night, four o'clock in the morning. In November, it was freezing cold and nobody was there. So we had to call Border Patrol. I don't want to blame Border Patrol because the the big problem. They're
0: doing what they can.
1: Yes, this is this is a, a made up problem from the government. Not only from the Biden government. And this is what m- most of the people doesn't understand that child trafficking in, in the border crisis is not only because Biden started going into the government. It's happening decades long, even under Republican. Um, sure. Uh, the administration. administration. Sure. Yes.
0: So. so- so you went to you what what part of the border did you go to? Let's just kind of drill down on this so we know okay. what 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 you're sharing with us. So you decided to go to the border. What what yes. part what border area did you go to and did you go to multiple ones or did you concentrate on one area?
1: No, so I was in Arizona in November and I okay. was in Texas in January. So, and um, my uh, what I want to expose is the whole border crisis in whole America because you can't just say okay Child trafficking works like that because you saw it in Yuma. Okay. But but sometimes it's totally different in Texas. Okay. So and that's why I want to go to every place and report about it and it shows what's really going on because you hear a little bit in the mainstream media, right? That everybody can say, "Oh, we were we talked about it," but nobody really got into it and digged into it and just exposed or um, saw children walking through the hall in front of you and just be happy to to be in your country but um, they are all used by the cartels to they are guess, used, right to be in disturbing border patrol
0: so let's talk, let's of- talk about this hole what is that say? for us we've not been there we don't know we've not been there with mm-hmm. a with a journalist with mm-hmm. a camera crew with a, yeah. with, mm-hmm. a, with a with a camera mm-hmm. so when you're saying they're coming through a hole they're they're passing mm-hmm. them through and they're
1: coming out um, yeah, they, how,
0: how long are these holes and, and oh, oh, what kind of journey is
1: this? So uh, you, um, you all know the, the pictures of the Trump wall, the big um, um, iron wall. So you yes. have this wall Right. And suddenly there's a, it's a gap, nothing. So you can just go through. Okay. And so then they can just have, walk over? Yeah, they just walk over. And then you have um, like half a mile not even half a mile, I think it's uh, 300 feet. It's not, it's not, it's like you can put two and uh, two pickups between most of the okay. gaps or like, like that. And then you have the wall again for um, half a mile, a mile. And then you have right. a, a gap again. So right. um, And when you be there as a, with my background, I'm a, a veteran. So I, I have a little bit technical uh, training, not a little bit, but, um, And when you see those gaps and you see, okay, they're here. And after that, uh, when you hear about the stories, what happens when you walk just through the gap Mm -hmm. and um, 11 miles through the desert, and you end up in a refugee camp from the Catholic church. So, you know, okay, this is tactical. They're not because somebody went out of gear because when they just went out of gear or had to stop, building the wall you wouldn't have uh new right. sections of walls
0: so so you see them coming through these gaps you're calling them holes yes. we'll call them mm-hmm. gaps so there's sections okay. where the kids are coming through they're yeah. coming through with people or they're coming through by themselves or they're coming by through themselves with with okay so the kids are coming by themselves mm-hmm. they're pushing them through and then they land in a refugee camp because now they're, no, they're coming no from-
1: so um they this is the funny thing about, or it's actually not funny. This is the thing about the refugee camp. So the children walk through the gap, then they walk along the, bo- um, the wall, trying okay. to find um, border patrol. This is why um, we called border patrol then that they come out and okay. pr- processing the children so the children doesn't have to walk four hours in the middle of the night along a wall to see anybody. But the problem is when you do this, it's humanity and help, yeah, but when you do this, you help actually board um, the cartels, because when the Border Patrol comes out processing the children, what takes time, because it, it, there are 50, 80 children with only two adults, and uh, to processing them, getting into the car, bringing them to the facilities, nobody can... Um, do the patrol or do their watch on the other holes which did uh, okay so there's, it's a distraction they, yes
0: okay so they just they bring in 50 to 80 kids they have mm-hmm. two to four adults with them right yes. so they're just they're just bringing these kids in yeah. and they're going to bring these kids in for what what are these children coming across the border with two adults getting processed mm-hmm. in america mm-hmm. what happens to these children
1: So, um, most of the children, they have paperwork and this paperwork, they say, okay, we have a sponsor. This sponsors are, uh, people who say, okay, they are family members like cousins, uncles, and they have one phone number. And when you call the phone number from the uh, facility, from border patrol, the sponsors know, okay, border patrol is calling. So they say, Hey, yes, I'm the cousin. This child can come to us. Okay. But when you take uh, ch- uh, may- maybe take your number, your phone, uh, and you call the number of the paperwork, in most of the time they re- uh, react very, very unnicely. So they say, "Hey, why are you calling? We don't know this child. What are you talking about? We don't um, we don't know that a fourteen year old girl is coming to us." So they have to answer the right uh, answers at the questions when Border Patrol is calling. But when you are calling from a random number they don't even know or don't want to be involved in this topic so then you see okay when this happens the chance is really high that these children end up in child trafficking or in a at, in a circle where the and the child shouldn't be
0: so you're saying that these kids are coming across they're being pushed or dropped into a community mm-hmm. that has horrific potential um, future for them.
1: Yes, this is what I guess. So um, the problem is that most of the children, they have paperwork and they say they end up in um, a family or something. But there are so many children who are coming through the wall every night. or And the Border Patrol, they don't even have the time to process everyone because they are uh, understaffed. The problem in, at the border is that one third is working at the border, one third doing um, they support the children or being babysitters at the facilities, processing all the children, and then one the, the last third can't even work anymore because they don't get the vaccine, or they get fired because they don't get the vaccine, or they just stop their job or they quit their job because of the vaccine. So. That's too much work for all the people right. to check yeah. everything we have heard that the the border
0: patrol agents are stressed out that there is not enough mm-hmm. I see your kitties in the background so if anybody's no, that's, wondering that's the
1: dog. That's the that's dog. The, okay. Yeah, if, if have, anyone's we wondering. Have, we have a lot
0: of dogs. <laughs> You've got a couple of dogs there in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we have heard that these stories that the border, that the border patrol cannot at, at all handle mm-hmm. what's coming across that people are coming by the thousands. What are what are you seeing as far as people coming across? Um, and are, is there any help for these people that are coming across? Or do you just feel like the cartels have got this down to such a, um, a weld oil machine, they're just sending the kids in to their partners on the side of, of the United States. And then they are taking these children and um, putting them in, just a very dangerous, Mm -hmm. dangerous place, a dangerous future for those kids. Mm -hmm. And really as moms, right? Mm -hmm. Our hearts go out to Mm -hmm. any child that is coming across Mm -hmm. the border that would not really be coming to a Mm -hmm. true family Mm -hmm. member that is truly trying to help or organize or or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I I don't even know. I mean, the whole immigration on the border Mm -hmm. is just such a hard discussion to even have. Mm -hmm. But at the heart of it is, is a child is coming across fatherless motherless mm-hmm. coming into a country our hearts go out to mm-hmm. them and we would want to know that we are trying to protect mm-hmm. them um, and not let them go into mm-hmm. something that is just horrific
1: so um, what i can say not all of the children will end up in uh, horrible situations i guess it's 75 percent but I can't really uh, prove the numbers because even the numbers of people who are crossing your country illegally is not right. So the government says they count um, 200,000 people per month at the whole country uh, through all the border states. But this is not quite the number. So it's really, really increasing. So it's. Uh, they're underreporting, huge, is what you Yeah, saying. they're underreporting it. So. so- So when you're there,
0: can you tell, do you have an instinct because of your background, right? Your special projects. Do you have an instinct about what is happening and what you're seeing? Can you tell, I mean, what is your heart? I know you're just kind of reporting off of what you're seeing there. What is your heart telling you? What is your professional background as, as a, um, you know, I I forgot your title now. I don't have it in front of me, but you have, you, you have special training, When you see something like this, what are your thoughts?
1: So my thoughts are that um, these kids are a huge money because when I, uh, when I was in Texas, I saw the wristbands where they put on what they put on children with the prices on the cartels. Okay. Tell us about that. So the cartels. Um, this is what 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 I saw in Texas. So in Texas, uh, most of the children they have wristbands on, okay. plastic ribbon, like when you go to the um, uh, to right, uh, like Perry's a special something. event. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Then, so then it's you, a you plastic ribbon. Yes. Band. And, and and they put the name on it and the price. So and then they uh, cut it and throw it away. In the middle uh, in the middle of nowhere that's what i this is what i saw in roma texas i found okay. wristbands and they were really small so like for arm, um, like this so the child couldn't be older than six months and this is the high product so if the child is younger you get more money out of it wow, wow. and and then i found uh, a list of names oh. with places where they coming from, like Venezuela, Guatemala, and then wh- where they're going, where they are going. But this um, this paperwork was burned. So they even burn, uh, tried to burn evidence, but they throw it into the desert. So when you are willing to wow. look at the problem, you can find it everywhere. But nobody mm-hmm. is really willing to see the problem. Even when, uh, when I was at the border in McAllen, Texas, I saw the buses. From, uh, with the people in, I don't saw. So I, I I think there were just illegals with families, but they still just processing them and bringing them into your country, and then and your country gives them uh, free tickets uh, anywhere in the country, and then they go maybe to Florida. And in Florida, we have the big problem. Even in Sarasota, that Sarasota is the one of the largest um, human trafficking areas here in Florida and sarasota is near orlando what else bring to world disney yeah well hey let me talk about that so
0: you're connecting the dots because you're seeing yeah. that florida um I, actually that's what mm-hmm. i want to talk with you about because mm-hmm. the sex trafficking mm-hmm. is coming the children trafficking mm-hmm. is coming yep. across the border this industry we know that that's mm-hmm. happening i mean that's been documented and um, by many, many folks that are around that yep. border. They know that the kids are coming across without their real parents, mm-hmm. they don't know where their parents yep. are. They're frightened, they're scared, they're young. Um, and again, we're not talking about mm-hmm. other situations. We're talking about this particular situation. Mm-hmm. But this is not only happening on the border because, right, the kids nope. are coming in from everywhere. Our own children mm-hmm. are being yep. um, abused and uh, enticed and... Um, Grabbed by a lot of predators. So I just want to read this because not only is it happening on the border, it's something that you just mentioned. 108 people were recently arrested and a human traffic, human trafficking sting in Florida, just like you said, four of them, again, that was 108 people, four of them were Disney employees. Some were soliciting minors, others were soliciting prostitution. The officials there. Uh, the sheriff said that these people were extremely dangerous. The Polk County sheriff said where there is prostitution and trafficking, there is exploitation, exploitation, Mm -hmm. disease, dysfunction, broken families. This is devastating. So when you say that Disney and all these issues in Florida has a high trafficking, um, what have you seen there? Um, and, And what would be some of your, Thoughts again from your perspective, going around covering this as a a journalist. What have you seen and what have you been told?
1: So I've been told uh, that um, Sarasota is a huge area for human trafficking, and what I know about Disney about from my investigation uh, online. So I was first um, digging online, and even when you just see at the symbols, what Disney uses everywhere. Even in their um, in their movies, it screams. It's really it's shouting in your face. Hey, we like little children, and we gonna use children. And we parents, we like Disney because for all this wonderful um, memories. What I have, I'm a big Ariel fan, so I was w- watching the, the Ariel mm-hmm. movie a lot, and it hurts me because I was a big Disney fan, but. When I went into this, and you have just have to see on the FBI page, on your FBI, uh, about signs from pedophile circles, and when you see the signs and then you watch uh, Moana, the movie about a girl who tries to rescue their ha- home island on, on, on her ship, this, the circle thing, that's, that's a sign for pedo- pedophilia.
0: Now, a lot of people have talked mm-hmm. about Disney with mm-hmm. this type of influence, and we'll just say yeah. to you as moms, listen, you have to do your own investigation on what your kids yeah. are watching and participating. Um, this is a whole other subject matter that I know a lot of folks have spent a lot of time mm-hmm. on, Disney's imaging, mm-hmm. you know, but, I, and, and, and mm-hmm. thank you for mentioning mm-hmm. an mm-hmm. example, but you're saying, I do want to talk about the fact mm-hmm. that this is mm-hmm. happening in America. This is yeah. happening all over children are being paraded sold um stolen mm-hmm. um and we as moms have got to know that this is a re- absolute reality I think we all know this is mm-hmm. moms but until someone comes on and says listen this mm-hmm. is kind of what's happening mm-hmm. this is what you have to watch for what would be mm-hmm. some of your advice on what you have seen
1: so um I can only talk about what's happened in Europe about that because I'm not so long in America now, but I can give you some examples like every parent should be aware of um, people in their neighborhood who doesn't really belong to your neighborhood because there could be a nice person taking the dog out every day, but he doesn't live in your neighborhood, but you only say, okay, that's strange. He doesn't live here, but he's taking the dog out. So that's not a big problem. But maybe this guy is just targeting children in your neighborhood and is scouting out whose child can just run around freely and nobody is taking care of it. And then suddenly um, the, uh, the guy is talking to, your, uh, to the child and say, hey, do you want to see my little puppy in the car? Right. It's a little puppy. So and then you have the problem with the envelope. So the child is away. What are you going to do? So this is something where uh, where what we learned in Germany is that you actually can't trust anyone, even not the government. And right. nobody is helping you with this issue, because when right. you say, hey, uh, I feel afraid about that. I saw this person in my neighborhood. Even the police, uh, the police say, yeah, did something happen? No, okay, we can't do anything. So this right. is what our job as mothers, to be yes. aware of those signs. Yes. But even to tell our children to say no, because right. this is our this is our big problem in our uh, in our society now that we don't teach our children to say no. We right. we say, "Hey, you have to be a nice child. Be sm- uh, do smiling." Like every uh, winter time when you have this um, person, the um, the uh, the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Yes, and you say, "Hey, this would be a nice uh, picture uh, for Granny sitting on the chest of the uh, on the lap." sorry, on the lap of the chest, on the lap of this uh, Santa Claus. So you have this uh, wonderful um, Christmas uh, picture and your child says, no, I don't want to sit on that because I have a strange feeling. I don't want to say that this, uh, this, this guy at the, uh, the Santa Claus is a um, criminal or a bad person. I don't want to say that in any way, but if your child says, I don't feel comfortable r- about that, you should listen and, ch- and don't force it to because with this forcing, you give the child the feeling, okay, I, I'm not allowed to trust my feeling, mm. my um, my anxiety about that, my uncomfortable feeling. So you don't, you train your child, to, uh, don't say no, because you say, okay, even when I say no, my mom wants the picture, so I just do it because um, I want to be the ni- a nice children, a nice child who, who listens to her mom or your dad. Right. So,
0: right. so we it's train- years, Right, we have, to, we have to be really training yeah. our kids always. And again, this is up to each mom that's listening. I mean, you, your kids may be super friendly and they look to you for, is this okay, mom? You know, remember my guys would always be like, is this okay if I go over here? Is this okay if I say hi to this person? They're always looking at us as parents. I remember I went through every, every single thing that could ever be. Someone comes up to you and says, hey, I'm giving out free ice cream. No, I got to go talk to my mom. Hey, I've got free puppies in the car. No, I got to go talk to my mom. Hey, your mom's sick. She's in the hospital or somebody got into a terrible accident. I have to take you to the hospital. No, 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 no. So I know that, and really, I mean, we've had some abductions, you know, close in our area. So this is stuff that we have to be really, really engaged as moms. We have to be following our, our heart. And as the, I always say, as the Holy Spirit drops in, you know, mm-hmm. our, our our heart that, you know, something is not right here. Something is not right about this person that keeps walking our neighborhood. Something's not right about this car that keeps driving up and down. Something mm-hmm. is not weird. I mean, I've been in situations mm-hmm. myself where I've looked at somebody and said, mm-hmm. something just does not seem mm-hmm. right here yeah. with this child, with this mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. What can I do? I don't even know what we could do because really it's just our heart, you know, but you have seen situations where you've seen the labeling of the Mm -hmm. children you see the notes left in the field Mm -hmm. you have taken pictures you've seen their shoes you've seen their Mm -hmm. we've seen that there's all kinds of um uh i don't i want to say sexual situations with these children um they're they're testing them for stds when they come across the border um these are little kids Mm -hmm.
1: these are little kids what what, why they got raped they get raped because this because the problem is that the cartels they don't even see them as humans they see them as products which they can sell so they lose every um, human humanity every empathy Mm -hmm. and and the children they just totally dramatized shocked they can't even talk they don't even want to talk to you when you're going to ask them hey were you treated well in Mexico? They say, "Uh uh-huh, yes. And then they look on the ground and even when you see this, you see, you don't have to be a a psychologist to see the sign that this child is not really happy about what happened there.
0: Yeah.
1: But this is- I
0: don't even know what what we can can do. do.
1: The problem is what, uh, the, the best thing would be, close the border, finish this freaking wall. Because when you- when you just stop the when you finish the right. wall, you stop the 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 opportunity to do a right. crime. So right. and then you even could uh, stop the crime in Mexico because there are people who are losing their lives because they can't afford paying the cartels going to America, so right. they get killed. Ugh. And then, so the problem it's about. We do side need problem. to finish
0: that wall. We do need to finish yeah. that wall. We cannot have this open area where everyone can yeah. take children, run them into the United States and do whatever they want with them. And again, we're not talking, we're, I hate to talk general because that's not what is always happening, but there is a severe problem on the border with the children being drugged across mm-hmm. drugged as well, but taken across and and just put into situations that we know are just terrible. So our prayers go out to those children and to anyone that is exposing this, anyone that's trying to help this. I know your journalism, your photos, your articles are all kind of just heightening the awareness. And the more noise that we make Mm -hmm. about terrible things that are happening at the border, hopefully we will get more help um, and assistance uh, yep. For
1: our our border patrol and and everyone that is on that border. And uh, what Americans can do is asking themselves, why are these gaps are there? Why why, why are the the gaps are there? Because what I said, they are not, uh, they're not random. They just they are made of they they are planned. And then you should ask under which uh, watch. I don't say um, every Republican is a it's a scam, is a fraud, is a rhino. But even now, Abbott tried to finish the wall and now they say, oh, they don't have the, the money for it. They don't get the money from the government, from the federal government. You just have to go to, uh, to Arizona and get all the gear what's standing next to the, the wall, which is not used, so you can finish it. So these are questions what every mother, every father has to ask themselves. Why sh- uh, shouldn't we start standing up for our children to stop this? Because if we are a, a, a silent majority, nothing, nobody's listening to a, a silent majority. We have to be loud now. We have to be loud.
0: And again, we're not even talking about the amount of drugs and fentanyl. Yeah. that's coming across that border and it's just pouring into our country. And, you know, the the cartels and the just really the, the people that are just, you know, coming in to destroy um, our country and are just dangerous that are just yeah. just dangerous outright dangerous so thank you vicky for talking with thank us you. and what you're doing over there where are you headed next are you going to keep reporting on the border or what what yes. were you going next
1: so my plan is um, going back to the border in arizona and then go back to, to um, texas to uh, see what changed after i was there in um, february and in january and then yeah this is not a another fixed problem, so I will be more there than anywhere else. And yeah, every time I tr- I can get a story and uh, put it out, I will try to do it. And I hope more and more people listen, start listening, and then starting uh, exposing them too. Where do we see
0: your stories at, Vicky?
1: So I have a YouTube channel, but actually they um, delete everything what I do um, I have a no YouTube
0: channel. YouTube scrubs your stuff I'm so surprised
1: yeah yeah and I started Rumble now and yeah I, I, I have a homepage. it's my uh, first and my last name it's vickyrichter.com and mm-hmm. i go going to publish there so um, this is what they can't delete and I start writing for a new magazine uh, it's a print magazine so this is what the, the big um, tech can't censorship it's a printed version
0: okay. so so yeah. so again your, your your rumble channel is will you'll have video
1: yes it's a video but um you can go over the um over my homepage it's it's linked to my um other channels so when you go vicky richter.com you can see all my um social media accounts instagram um okay. telegram okay. i appreciate that thank you so much yes yeah. so we'll be able to see your
0: photos, what you're discovering, what your journey yes. is there, and keep up with, because um, we all are not able or qualified to do what you're doing by um, being a journalist mm-hmm. and a yeah. re- reporter mm-hmm. there on, on the border. So thank you, Vicki, for what you're doing. Thank, thank you. you. Um, we as moms are, you know, we just want to keep our kids safe and mm-hmm. keep them close, and uh, the more that we talk with moms like you that are helping to educate us and inspire us to to, to be engaged, um, and to be, like you said, a loud voice. We cannot yes. be the silent majority more anymore. We yes. have to be a loud voice. So thank, thank you. you so much. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. And for moms, just before we leave again, I know this was a tough subject, but, uh, we've got to stay, uh, educated and informed on exactly what is happening. One of the things that really will help you in your journey um, is uh, signing up for our cottage meetings. If you haven't had a chance again to visit MomsForAmerica.us, I want to make sure you know about our signature project called the Cottage Meetings. There's 12 inspiring lessons that will help mothers learn about America's history, the heritage, the principles of liberty, so you can build a foundation of freedom and uh, freedom and faith in your community and in your home, because that's what we want to do, right? As moms, we want to build up our children and really teach them about America and provide a great future for them. Um, Again, it's moms for America.us. Thank you, Vicki. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's keep holding our kids tight. Let's protect them and guide them. Um, We do appreciate what you're doing and the realities and exposing what's the realities of the world that's around us. Uh, Let's keep changing our world moms yep. one home at a time um, and we will see you again soon on the next thank you Mom so much America podcast okay. thanks Vicki thank you bye